from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS power to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike, and you're listening to episode 187. Let's go. Do you know Let's... what episode 187 is? Uh, good, hopefully. It's the end of the quarter. Is and it? Hopefully. It is. And hopefully, if we're lucky, we can find the mango and see if he will so politely come in here and uh, help us give the give the things away. Do you remember back hopefully. when Ming wasn't a part of this podcast and we figured out everything for ourselves? And then when he became part, oh we became infants and we we're like, I don't know how, daddy. That sounds great. <laughs> no, man, that's that delegation thing that everybody was telling me to do all the time. I mean, we did say You're that. We were like, delegate, Steve, you have to delegate. delegate. And now you do. Delegate. And I delegate, and then now we're infants. Yep. <laughs> I don't have to do it, you so delegate. I forgot how. Mm, I don't forget how, but I don't have the resources <laughs> at my current location to do so. No, so not, hopefully. On a, not on a phone oh. with a headset. I would imagine it would be yeah. much easier to do on a computer. But the problem is you're talking oh, yes. to a grandpa that doesn't know how to operate the internet. So here we are. See? Here's the problem. Yeah. Much better as a podcast host than a uh, engineer. Um, yeah. One of the things is, uh, yeah, hopefully Meng figures out his truck situation and then we can, uh, he can join us. So we'll see. Stick, stay tuned. If you're listening to this part and you want to find out who wins the Patreon giveaway, well, stay tuned. If you're not part of the Patreon giveaway, what are you doing with your money? You're clearly not paying for the 170 some episodes of extra content there are in the patreon clearly so clearly it's so amusing usually uh yeah it usually has some kind of banter in it right i mean that's all like this, this is banter this one has like one wheel on the on the rails and over there there's just the cart is completely missing it's like if like, you were uh there's a set of rails you're going up a roller coaster and you know how like you yeah. go up really slowly, but then you go down fast. Ours is kind of the opposite. Yeah. You go up really fast and it just keeps going and it launches you into outer space. Yeah, and you're just accurate. like, but did you die? <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> no, I did make it to the end of the podcast. Luckily. Exactly. Yeah. We always it make it to the end. Come on. Come on. But did you die? I kind of wish that I had a work light. Because you're sitting in the pitch black. I am standing in my driveway, uh, looking at a Jeep that needs a power steering cooler finished. And it would be nice to kind of multitask and put a power steering cooler in whilst making a podcast about off-roading. You know, there, I have a couple of a couple of things to say about your current situation. One, you're standing in your driveway at night. Yes. And you're okay. One bugs and two weather. I don't know. Like, what? What are you doing? What mm. are you doing? First off, the bugs have left the chat because of the weather. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it is about uh, I don't know uh, high fifty, low sixties out here. It's actually quite peaceful. The flag is completely limp. Okay, and, so there's uh, no wind. That's nice. Yeah, very little wind. Uh, just enough, and then it's, uh, it's relatively cool out, so there are a couple of bugs, but nothing that's going to bite me. And um, yeah, it's really nice. It's like almost perfect. I'm probably going to throw a hoodie on if I stay out of the truck. Throw a hoodie yeah. on, and I'm going to talk to my buddy Mike about doing off-road stuff. 
You know, I got to say your audio is pretty impressive considering you're standing outside in the country right now. Yeah. And I'm in an office talking on a microphone. That's the thing. Like, it sounds good up until you compare your audio to my audio in the podcast. Because then I mean, it's like, I, oh, Steve's, Steve's on a phone. I could turn off the microphone and use my headset microphone if it would make our uh, audio similar. Be, uh, it's not worth it. Yours okay. sounds good, so leave it that way. All right. I mean, don't, I'm, mess, don't mess with a good thing. I won't. By yeah. the way, I still need a boom, mister. Uh, I ordered one for the studio. As soon as I get it tomorrow, (laughs) as soon as I get it tomorrow, verify that it is a good option. And then I will look to send you one. Okay, that sounds good. Yes, yes. Actually, I've been wanting to ask you a couple questions about that. So put that on the things to talk about after the podcast so that we can figure out how we're going to mount or stand it. That was the uh, the issue. Something heavy. That's why you don't have one yet. Correct. That's what I'm thinking. You're going to need a big base. I so got like, some bricks around the house. Can't. I got some steel. I can fabricate <laughs> something, whatever. It's oh, fine. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> carpet? Fuck the carpet. No, it's <laughs> fine. Old, I mean, this old rusty rim will work fine. Yeah, I have a wheel <laughs> sitting on my fucking ancient desk. That's a great idea. <laughs> or, I was thinking just like a steel block. I think I actually had yeah. this conversation not too long ago. I found, or one of my coworkers gave me this gigantic chunk of steel, and I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out what it was, and no one knew what it was. And I think that Nick Davidson was like, that's a forklift something or other. And he's like, oh. it's some sort of thing that does some sort of skidding thing. I don't know. It, it looks like <laughs> a picture like a, a steel brick with circles like drilled into it, like big circles. Oh, oh, I don't know how to describe this thing other hmm. than that. But either way, he knew what it was. He said it was some piece of heavy equipment and uh Someone had found it in our parking lot and they were like, oh, it's probably off a semi or something. We don't know. But that would be the perfect microphone base. But would it hurt the carpet and the floor? I'm not going to put it on the floor. I'm going to set it on the desk. On the desk. And you're going to weld to it and have a microphone stand attached to it? I mean, it just seems like it'd make more sense to have it mounted to a desk and lean it out than having this like massive thing on the floor all the way up to my mouth. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't so know. Is that what you're going you to weld? You're going to weld a little mount to it so you can attach the said microphone. Sure. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I want something to hold like on the microphone. I just, I just figured there was some apparatus that did all of those well, things. My new boom should be here tomorrow, supposedly, according to the Amazon. And once it shows up, I will verify that it holds the heavy microphone that I have well. And uh, if it said in the in the reviews, everybody said that it does hold the two pound road microphone well. So if it does that well, it should hold yours just fine. And then I will commence to sending your way. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Well, let's do so, that. So, okay, did you do anything off road this week? I hmm. I pressure washed the driveway to get all the dirt from Snow Day off of it. <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah. Did you... it was, uh... Good. Oh, I was just going to say it was it was mighty dirty and I got it clean. I don't think I did really much with this snow day. Oh, what? I know I did something. That... Oh, I fixed ish my fender and kind of fixed both fenders. So mm. when Bray got the fenders put on, he did a beautiful job. Um, however, he only got three or four bolts back in per fender because of I'm assuming all the beating and hammering I've done on these centers to like get them to fit the tires. 
they mm-hmm. were pretty tweaked. Even the nice looking one was pretty tweaked, the driver's side one. So he's like, they're on. It's fine. They're not, you're not going to lose me going down the road. He's like, here's your extra hardware. And I'm like, great. So <laughs> I spent most of Sunday. Like, <laughs> this is something you couldn't do. Like, you're in a body shop. I'm using like pry bars and hammers and like just anything I can find to like push things. <laughs> Make the holes lined up. <laughs> I'm like pushing against paint and stuff to like get all the holes lined up. Yeah. I got like 95% of the bolts back in both fenders. Now, the passenger fender was pretty KO'd from a tree. And yeah. I think that was day one at core. Or was that day mm-hmm. two? Is it day one? Was that, yeah, day one when you're trying to go up that hill that you didn't make it up. Yeah. And when you posted the video. Yeah. Yeah. That I actually one. probably had the video. I, you know, I sent you the one video, but I never sent you the other video where you apparently KO'd it against the tree. No, the video that, that everybody oh. saw that was on the trail riders page was may, maybe attempt one or two, but attempt three, I bounced the truck right uh, and they completely took out the right front fender which sucks because that fender has been very nice since i've owned the truck like original fender re- to the truck no damage and messed it up pretty bad well somebody was like maybe you could just take a deflated like ball and stick it in there and i i sure fucking did and it actually got it pretty good like it's not perfect and i'll post photos mm-hmm. but i took a deflated football and i shoved it down inside the fender and i got my air compressor and i stuck one of those needles in there and inflated it and sure enough it like popped it out like i don't know 75 percent. that's awesome yeah it was pretty cool it's uh yeah so pretty obviously messed up but for not being a body guy i'd say i did a pretty good job and i got all the bolts back in that's the most impressive part for being a trail rig it'll be fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah i uh, i did i got snow days fenders completely put back on um and actually it's pretty much ready to wheel because as some of you probably already know we are going wheeling in about i don't know it's not even two weeks now yeah we're yeah. going to the badlands Balance. Hey, uh, for anybody out there, I need a suggestion on how to eliminate water from a fuel tank as a preventative. I still eliminate am rocking water from my a fuel tank. Yes, sir. Without draining the fuel tank. Hold on. Does water sink to the bottom or to the top? I almost forget. It sinks to the bottom. Petroleum is lighter. Okay, because I know when we do like E85 tests, like we want to see like the alcohol mm-hmm. content, we see like how much mixes and, you know, that's the alcohol. Right. I can never remember like which is which. So right. if you need to get the water out, then it would be like, okay, so let's say you had water in your oil, like your antifreeze, because it would be antifreeze, right? If you had like a cracked head or something. Right. You just let it sit and let it settle. You let it and, sit, drain plug. and you open the drain plug and then all the coolant come on. As soon as it turns to oil, technically, if you were a maniac, you would just tighten the drain plug and say it's good. Regular person would, you know, drain all of it out. But oh. regardless, <laughs> you're trying to save yeah. what, like 10 or 15 gallons of gas? You just don't want to waste it because it costs money? No, I just don't want to pull the fuel tank out. Then you just drill a hole in the bottom and oh let it God. drain out. That sounds terrible. There's got to be a better way. Oh, well, what I would do if I was trying to drain, you're trying to drain the whole gas tank or just the water? Uh, just the water. I'm uh, guessing it's just, not much. Let's let's say it's a couple ounces at best. Oh, a couple ounces isn't going to hurt anything. Now, okay. if yeah, a couple ounces, shoot, I've ran cars with like probably a, still a half a gallon of diesel in them and you fill it with gas and you just like hope it clears up because like otherwise you got to yeah. like pull the tank and clean, clean it right. out. It's like, no, it'll be fine. It probably will. Yeah, but if you're just trying to drain the tank, then I would just either I'd figure out some way to command on the fuel pump and just have it run until it's sputtering and then refill it. 
I just didn't know if I could put something there like stable or something like that. If there was like a product that you could pour in that would emulsify or blend, blend with uh, the water, bind with the water in some some way to make it so well, it the, will go through which without harming anything. The ethanol is so, already going to bind with the water, though. So what? 10 okay. percent of your fuel is going to do that anyway. Be fine-ish? OK, so the reason Why I two asked ounces? this is so little. <clears throat> The reason I ask this is because I still have yet to source a fuel cap or bring home my fuel cap, which sounds really dumb, um, from the shop. And I am still have a Gatorade cap and some tape in my fuel cap. So I'm assuming after the rain that we had for the entire day today, uh, there's probably some leakage that got down into the fuel tank, I would think, maybe. I would not even worry That's about it. That tiny amount of water is probably good? not going to do a thing. Right on. We're right on then. If you put a gallon of water in there, I'd be concerned. If you got a couple ounces yeah. of water, I don't even think your engine's going to know. If anything, it might yeah. actually help clean some of the carbon out of your intake. <laughs> Just saying, water explodes. So, uh, this is true. Uh, yeah, so I have... That's what I was just asking about. So I thought maybe I would bring that conversation up so, so that other people could learn if there were anything to learn. Hey, man, if someone knows more than me, uh-huh. by all means, chime in and tell them what to do if there's right. some sort of miracle water out product. Did you see that I put my my fun hover steering wheel in my Jeep? No, I did not. I've only seen the, the ah. paint job. I have not seen the steering wheel. In, so while I was, where was I at? Uh, while I was somewhere, Lord, I have no idea where I was at. While I was somewhere doing something, um, I ordered uh, a second quick release steering wheel, like a, Steering wheel quick release uh, column or whatever. Uh, ordered you wanted a, second a one of different those. one than you already had. Uh, no, I wanted the option to interchange my steering wheels at will between so, two different vehicles. Between no two different steering wheels. So basically, uh, in an attempt okay. not to destroy one, to not to destroy my nice MPI steering wheel, I have the option to put my slightly cheaper nrg steering wheel back in place what why do so you now, i don't what? know mike some crazy okay yeah i'm, I'm not even psycho. following what you're trying to accomplish here you have okay. two steering wheels and you're so, you're gonna mess have, one up like it's a trail rig what I do you have, mean mess up a steering wheel well it's a really cool looking steering wheel my fun so, steering wheel so by using it you mess it up Maybe I don't my know steering wheels from nineteen ninety four and it's still in great shape so I don't know what you're worried about this is true I don't either. So Unless, anyway, I purchased a second quick release and mounted it to the fun haver steering wheel. So now I can just swap out steering wheels at will. Instead I, of having to unbolt it and such, I just unclip one and just clip the other one right on there and off we go. I mean, that does sound Depends on how you're feeling that day. I guess. How are you feeling that day? You feeling, you feeling extra boozy or you just feeling kind of regular streety? Like, your choice. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> knock you too much because I, I kind of feel that way, like on clear tails. I'm like, I want to like put them on and look oh, at yeah. them and then like take them off and put them in bubble wrap and the put box. them away somewhere. They'll never actually see the light of day. <laughs> that's, that's exactly the same sentiment. I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to mess on, this one up because it's Im- irreplaceable. Now, granted, your serum is replaceable, at least at this point, but I'm sure it's very expensive. One, yeah. Uh, yeah. $300. It's an expensive steering wheel. And my not irreplaceably it. Yeah. Yes, uh, I got it on sale when I bought it, so I bought it for like two twenty or something like that. But either way, still, um, 
Yeah. I get you. Yeah. More than the 140 or whatever it is I paid for their other one. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's all. I, that was the extent of, and I also prepped everything for my cooler. Uh, my steering wheel cooler, my steering, Your steering wheel cooler. cooler. That's a great that idea. One. You should get one of those. <clears throat> Yes, sir. That's uh, bougie. That's why you have the quick disconnect is you can take your steering wheel yeah. off. You dip it in a vat of ice water and you put it back on cooled steering wheel. <laughs> cooled steering wheel. <laughs> in case your steering wheel gets too hot, you can flip it to the other steering wheel. Exactly. You always yeah. keep one in an ice bath just next to you in the passenger seat. Yeah. You don't want to have like sweaty hands while trail riding. You must have yeah. those. Got to have cool steering wheel. You don't have it in an ice bath. It's in a cryogenic box. Oh my god! In the back seat. <laughs> that sounds way more expensive than a cooler full of ice water. But the good news is, when you put a cryogenic steering wheel on the Jeep, your hands won't come off it. That's true. They just uh, stay no chance stuck of to slipping. It. Nope. Yeah, no chance of slipping. Your whole body has to turn like two times in order to like make a full left or right turn. But you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's correct. You just, you just come out the seat and you just roll, do, do a full barrel roll to turn gator, left. Gator roll. What are you doing? I'm gator rolling so I can turn this corner. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, man, so, talk about some. We always yeah. we always have terrible and solutions it. to easy problems, but we don't ever like say that's what it is. <laughs> you could take out six bolts and put a different steering wheel on, or hold on, or. Biogenically fuse your hands to your steering wheel. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully somebody else got a chuckle out of that. I hope so. Uh, all right. You want to get into core stuff? Day two? I, I suppose we probably should. So I pushed a fender Thanks. out and you put a new steering wheel on your truck and now we're both ready to wheel again, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's pretty much. I am not ready to wheel currently because I did not have power steering fluid nor a place to put it where it will stay in. Oh, so you still need to get a cooler done before like next week, basically. Yeah. 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 I need to put one, I need to put two lines on and make sure that they don't uh, rub before next weekend, which I have probably tubing for. I have tubing for that. You just to, need a cooler. Uh, line. The cooler's in there. The cooler's sitting oh, on so the So you literally need to just put two lines on, some hose clamps, and fill it with fluid. Two lines on. Yes, sir. Boy, if you can't get that done in a week, that's impressive. It's a busy week. <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to be able to get it done uh, this weekend. If I had a work light, I'd go finish it right now. It should be fairly easy. I already have the power steering fluid. I have, I think I have pretty much everything. I have a mount kit somewhere around here um, to run the mount lines, the zip tie things through the radiator. Yeah, yeah. And get it mounted. And I have the cooler is already behind the grill against the radiator. I have the lines, I have the hose clamps, and I have the fluid. And you're all set. Plumb it up, plumb that bitch up, and let her rip, tater chip. I think I actually used last time I was running my power steering cooler lines through my core support. I think I actually used a section of the line as the grommet. Like I just sliced it down the middle, and I just ran a section (laughs) of it like in a in a C, like all the way around it, so that the lines couldn't rub on the metal. You okay? You just used an extra piece of air of power steering hose. Yeah. And literally okay. just sliced it and just pushed uh-huh. the hose right, right. around the metal yep. until it surrounded the entire you know oh. area that the lines pass through and it becomes oh, yeah. a grommet. That seems pretty cool. That would work. Yeah, and you, know, you had well, extra yeah. hose anyway, so why not? 
Yeah, so it's not on the hose. It's hose-on-hose hose crimes. Hose-on-hose. Hose. It's going to be mm-hmm. less likely to rub through than hose-on-short metal. Hose-on-short metal, yeah, that's for sure. I don't know if I have enough clearance to pull that stuff, but I may. It's really not that much if you put a hose in there. I will I will scope no, it out because thought, I also you know, have, something easy, and yeah. if you have extra line, then you don't have to make another trip to the parts store. Just throw it on there. I do have some extra hose laying around here somewhere. Uh, actually, that I took off of... I think it's still up here on the front fender. Yeah, uh, up here on the tire. The lines that I took off of the cooler that I already had, I need to blow the cooler out. That's why I haven't finished this job. Is it old or something? It's used. I would Um, run some brake clean through it and then blow it out with some air and then do that a couple more times. Mm -hmm. Just verify. Mm -hmm. Make sure she doesn't have any junk in her. She was a tarantula running across my floor. Holy cow. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. All right, you ready for day two? I don't remember much of day two, but I'm Come sure on. that you can jog my memory. All right, day two of core. It started out a little something like this. First up, Steve woke up and cracked. I feel like we were supposed to recap the end of day one. Uh, I don't remember, you remember something about that. Was that the notes? Uh, Didn't you take notes for this? Oh shoot! Hold on, let me open my desk for a minute. Where did Meng take it? I have Steve. Wait, wait, I did actually write some stuff. It says Steve. Oh man, I must have been drunk. Steve mud on tires and winching up ten rigs. <laughs> That's the only notes that I have. Wow, I really suck at this. What What does this one say? This one mud says mud on tires. This one says 400 grit, 800 grit polish. Oh, no, no, that's not it. That that was you telling me how to. Oh, I fixed my prayer lead also, by the way. Thank you oh, for nice. the. It, it's not super pretty, but it's definitely smooth enough that it's not going to mess up my cable now. Okay. Or my uh, winch line, winch, my synthetic winch rope. Yes. So thank you for the advice, by the way, if anybody needs to know how to do that. Steve told me feel- 400, 800 polish. I actually went. Wizzy wheel to 500 to a thousand because it's just all I had. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it seemed to work fine. Um, I Perfect. finished it with uh, by hand and I, I actually never polished it. I probably should. I just got it, you know. Yeah, I figured a thousand is fine enough. Yeah, that's fine. You can't um, polish it from there. Yeah, there was something I'm pretty sure that's what this says, and it's kind of hard to read because you know I was a little drunk, but I swear it says day two, <laughs> Steve day Mud two. on tires. And then I wrote winching up 10 rigs, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to the whole the foreshadowing on the 10 rigs. Uh, I don't remember what the mud on tires is. Um, but what I can say is I feel like we did not get to the whole brake, the brake line debacle last time. Oh, we did. I'm almost positive we, we talked did. about it. I yeah. think we talked about it. Okay. All right. Anyway, that we end up talking about my calipers being upside down. I'm not sure we got there. Wait, See, I don't I remember right you right. talking about going to buy food for the next day, but I don't know okay. if we were talking about that night. And we bought, and we bought brake lines. That's what I think we missed that night. Okay, quick recap of day one night. Uh, day uh, From my point of view, day one night we went back, we had food, it was delicious. I think it was catered by... Um, gosh, who did that? Now I don't remember. It was, oh, now I don't recall. Wait. Anyhow... <laughs> Wait, was that night the night that we oh, had yeah. all the, the was, chilies? Or was that the other night? Oh, it was all the chilies. Yeah. Heat treated garage had all the chilies. Heat treated garage made us homemade chili for like 40 people. Yes. We made several pots of chili. 
and it was delicious. There was both spicy, there was regular spicy, and then also chicken noodles. Yeah, chicken noodle soup, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. It was all pretty uh, legit. And cornbread was legit. Uh, yeah, it was all very legit. Thank you, Heat Treated Garage Podcast, for your contributions of food at the Cory event. It was delicious. So we had that. We had chili. After that, uh, Kyle Mang helped me work on the brake line on Loki. So we went and pulled the old brake line off, and it dribbled, it drip dripped a little bit. Nothing serious. And then we put the new finagled brake line on. Fuck, I haven't done brake lines on this thing either. Motherfucker, what am I doing with my life? Um, but the ones that are so on we, work, uh, right? Like, they're just don't, I, they're they'll not. get me by. It's just not ideal. It would be as much long better. As long as you're not going to rub on anything, you'll be okay. It'd be much better if I was to order a set of brake lines and flip my calipers. So we uh, started working on that. And as we're working on the brake lines, trying to bleed them, I'm just not getting a stiff pedal. And I'm like, man, something is wrong here. And he's like, I don't know. And I'm kind of looking, I'm like, the calipers almost look like they're upside down. And then we get a whole slew of people saying, no, they're not upside down. They're the right side up. I'm like, nah, I'm pretty sure they're upside down. And if they are upside down, then they've been upside down for years. Because I don't remember the last time I pulled them off. And um, I don't know how I got as much bled on them as I did, which is really bizarre. But either way, we uh, started looking at pictures on the internet. And sure as shit, when you flip an F-150 cal- an older F-150 caliper upside down, it still kind of looks like it maybe could be correct. Like the... The, the bleeder still kind of points up, or it's kind of like past the, the bleeder. Middle, still, or? it like kind of points up, but it's middle of the piston. Oh, who joined? Uh, I don't know actually. <laughs> or did or did huh? did Ming come and go like very quickly? Oh, maybe. Or did did Craig? He's still there. It says he's still recording. Okay, that's good. Um, so, uh, yeah. We ended up figuring out that we actually did. Um, we actually did have the calipers. We as an eye had the calipers upside down. And so we took the Jeep. It was on the trailer. I backed it off the trailer. We ran up to Rich's garage, pulled the front wheels off real quick and did a pulled the calipers off and basically bench bled the calipers with a two by four. Um, on the basically on the driveway there so did that got as much air out as possible rich helped me with that appreciate you rich uh big shout out he's always a helping hand in the evenings did that threw it back together and called it good and then we stood up there and talked to rich until about 12 30 and i was like oh i should go to bed so i can get up in the morning all right end of day one uh day two got up cracked 59 eggs <laughs> And also, I think I think the evening of day one, I think I got my grill. Was I think that was the night I got my grill out of the uh, out of the truck or my blackstone out of the truck and all that stuff. You still there, Mike? I am still there. It's just I'm a little concerned because it says that Craig has been recording since nine oh seven, and also said that someone called at Snazza joined the recording. Snazza, Snazza, three seven one. Join the. I don't know. I'm very confused about what's going on. Well, we're in the main. I think that everybody has access to that. Uh, 
I just hopefully have both recordings so we didn't just start. Yeah, I hope so. That's weird. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Thanks, Craig. See, man, that's why we need to pay extra dollars to Craig so he doesn't do stuff like this. Um, right on. So, got to put my all oh, got all my stuff ready. Uh, Vance had already gotten up and gotten his stuff ready, and we commenced to commenced to cooking breakfast for thirty five people or whatever it was, and that was the big breakfast we made with uh, sixty eggs, which wasn't enough. Oh no, sixty eggs was enough. We didn't have enough bacon. The four and a half pounds of, or the four pounds of bacon or five pounds of bacon wasn't enough. Two pounds of sausage wasn't enough and all that stuff. I feel like we kind of went over that breakfast. I think we kind of did. Weird, though. We'd yeah. touch over it. Anyway, after breakfast, we all went up to the driver's meeting and then we went to wheel on Rich's land. And um, I helped. I helped little feller load his ZJ up and you guys headed off of camp to go down one of the trails and apparently Fred like broke an axle shaft immediately. That sounds about right. And then, and then got over something and then broke the other axle shaft immediately. His front, both front axle shafts just broke both of them. I'm not sure how he pulled that off. Wow. That's impressive. I'm not sure I knew that. Yeah, I don't know how you break both front axles, but he did. He broke both front axle shafts. Wow. Um, yeah. And so his rig was dead in the water, and then everybody's kind of just hanging out. I helped um, Tom get his ZJ loaded and then got him, uh, helped him get down the, basically helped him get down out of camp and down the driveway. He was kind of nervous, a little worried about the camper hitting trees. So he wanted a spotter for that. So, I got him out there and sent him on his way, and he went to take his Jeep back home uh, with the camper since Brendan had to leave early. Um, so he went to do that, and then uh, then I went and met up with you guys, and then we went down. Uh, that's when we headed out towards the ravines, um, out towards the first ravine we went on, which is out like past the pastures. You yeah. remember that? Is that the up. one where the thing happened? Uh, not the last thing. Oh, I just no, the, the first the first thing. Yeah, the first thing. <laughs> the, you mean where the you mean where the Cherokee bounced off limiter to get around a log? Uh, <laughs> you and no. we're all you're like Jesus. <laughs> Do you remember that now? I don't remember that. Really? Uh-uh. You don't remember court? You remember court? That little black XJ trying to go around that tree log and back it up, and then just putting it on the limiter. I don't remember that for some reason. Are you drunk already? Uh, no. We were all, it was you, I, and the other Steven uh, standing up on top of the thing. We're up there. It was uh, a... Oh. The yes, I absolutely do remember that because we were like watching yeah. from above where like yes. he was struggling and he, on his third shot, he just gave it all the beans. <laughs> I absolutely do remember that. Sorry, I was, I was having trouble remembering, but yes. There. Yes, so... I think uh, it was just we bouncing down, up that ravine. I think it's a shale ravine. I think they call that. Um, we went down through that shale ravine and that shale ravine kind of dumps you out where in the first year of core, I crushed my driver's side drip rail really bad. Uh, trying to do what Rich did because Rich and I really, I think we're the only ones that went through there uh, last year because I didn't fit. So this year I bypassed it thinking, I'm not going to crush it again because the paint's fresh. And also, I already know that I don't fit. And it's a little, it seems a little maybe wetter this year or maybe drier. I don't know. 
Either way, we get over there. I take the bypass. I look down. Where is the tree? Oh, the tree has fallen over and they cut it all up. So it doesn't exist anymore. And I was like, are you kidding me? Rich was so against cutting that tree down last year because that's what makes the obstacle fun. And this year it's just non-existent. <laughs> and so yeah. after we watch everybody else get their asses through there, um, and also my door, my passenger rear door is crushed at the bottom because I was trying to get around the tree root, which was kind of like the gatekeeper for that obstacle. If you were too wide, you didn't fit. Well, I squeezed my fat ass through there and crushed my door. And, uh, and then Cody goes down there and just trims the nub off of the tree that crushed the door. So I'm like, now everybody's big ass can fit down there. Um, well, so we did that. for me, so, I definitely didn't try that shit. Oh, you didn't try that. It, it wasn't, it was good. It was good. Uh, yeah, we went full size friendly. Good, but I think it will. I mean, uh, uh, DJ went down there. Woo, dude! He went down there with his Dakota. He's pretty full size for not being a full size. That thing's pretty full size. It's pretty full size, but I still, I'm just just on the body. I'm a few inches wider. I think. Yeah, not much though. Uh, I think you'd. I think you would have been good. So we went down through that ravine there and kind of crawled. So that ravine, once you go through the shale ravine, it kicks you out right there at that little obstacle which is also like a kind of a v-notch ravine type deal and so you kind of wiggle your way up that and then at the very top you have to turn and kind of drive out of the v-notch we did that uh got to the top there and that's where we kind of decided to do lunch and then um after lunch it was starting to sprinkle with a couple of pop-up showers kind of popping up so we kind of cruised around a little did a little trail riding and then we stopped again to talk to another one of the landowners uh, talked to them for just a few minutes, and then Rich introduced introduced us to his neighboring landowner. And then after that, we decided to jump back in the rigs and go just kind of cruise. We're just, at this point, we're just driving around the property a little bit. And he's like, "Hey, do you guys want to go on the backside of the property?" Like, absolutely. So we head back through the pastures, back up to the house, basically. Um, think there's like a perimeter road that goes around the lower part of Rich's house, or Rich's property. And we take that perimeter road and then drop down into you basically come up and you drop down into a ravine and then you go back up the other side, which was kind of steep and a little bit slippery. Do you remember that part? Yes. Yes. So it's a pretty, pretty good little obstacle. You do that, you drop down, pop back up, and then everybody was sitting at the top. Um, we all did that. It was fun listening to that because like Listening to it from a distance, because I was at the back of the pack, uh, it was it sounded really gnarly. And I was like, oh, boy, like this thing sounds like not great. And like looking from a distance at it, you're like, that's straight up. Uh, But once I got to it, I was like, oh, okay, it's not too bad. I mean, you're not going to drive up it, but it wasn't, you know, terrible. And uh, so I got up to that. Everybody got up that was going up, except for Meng. Uh, he took an alternate route so he could video. And then... Makes sense. We went up. Yeah. And then we went up. This is the basically the road to that ravine that Rich had told us. We can go down the waterfall trail, but nobody's been down it in like 10 years. It's like, oh, okay. Sounds like a plan. So we went over there. We, they blazed a trail through some really tall grass. And then we hear over the radio, um, if you're following us, 
this is beyond the point of return. You better be committed. I'm <laughs> like, uh, okay. So uh, that's where a lot of people stopped. So I and opted not to waited. do that. Yes. Because I walked it and it don't, I was exhausted walking it because it was very steep yes. to get up to the top Terrible. of the waterfall. And mm-hmm. I watched the truck go through there and it was not only very steep, but also very tight. And I was like, very this tight. is the moral of the story for snow day. Snow day ain't going to fit anywhere we're going this weekend. So yeah. I opted to turn right. Uh, there was a pretty steep uh, decline to go down mm-hmm. to an even steeper decline. Uh, that dropped off into where everybody was eventually going to end up. And so me and a couple can, of guys went that way. Uh, yeah. But I'll continue that story after you talk about the waterfall. Let me, if I can try to paint a picture for this. Imagine being in a small clearing, maybe 50 to 60 feet wide of grass, of like tall, tall grass, four foot tall grass, uh, with trees on both sides. If you look to your right, it's all wooded area that like slopes off to a ravine. The ravine is probably what sixty feet deep. Yeah, and you about think? forty feet down, it becomes like a pretty big drop off. So you're already like yeah. almost vertical, and then you become vertical, and you just need to kind of power out so you don't go end over end. Was I did that steep? first, or maybe I didn't do it first. Maybe <sighs> who did it first? Oh shoot, who was the uh... Green XJ, stock wheels. Ooh. Who was that? That was um, ah shoot, you said it, and now I can't think of his name. Yep, that's Dave's buddy. Mm-hmm. Who also listens to the podcast? Yep, and we should know his name. But is I, it Eric? It's not Eric. It's is not, it? No, he would. I would he would no, second Eric. That doesn't sound right. Wasn't Eric? <laughs> Dale, Mark, John. It doesn't matter. Jeffrey. Anyway, he went first. <laughs> He went Slappy. first, and and it looked okay. No, you know what? Maybe he didn't get first. Maybe I went first, and he spotted me. I think that's what happens. Okay. I went first. I'm sure I went first, actually. And he okay. spotted me, and it was fine. And I was like, all right, if I did it, you guys would be fine. So him and Sam followed me, and uh, we, we just carried on until a point. But anyway, talk about the waterfall. So the waterfall and and for the record i apologize for not knowing your name on the spot he's the one that rolled his xj yeah yeah um and so the waterfall uh rich did it first made it look like a breeze they were down there cutting trees for probably what a half hour before we started going before we started going out, 20 minutes anyway <clears throat> cutting trees clearing out trees that you couldn't go past so they got it cleared out enough that rich could make it so rich drops down the waterfall heads down the ravine makes it look like a piece of cake uh gets down towards the end and there's a tree laid crossways and cody's like you want me to cut that and rich like no 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 i'll I'll cut another path up here and we'll just go around it cool sounds fair enough so he does he cuts up kind of through the brush makes a path up the hill like up the side of the ravine where it kind of flattens out turns and then comes back down on the other side of that tree and then goes back, and which lands you right back to that big hill that I talked about in the beginning, or in the beginning part of this, that I said looked gnarly, but everybody made up just fine. Uh, that dropped you off right there, and then you turn. Instead of going up the gnarly hill, you go back the way you came, and easy peasy. Um, <clears throat> we So then Rich made it through. It was probably... 
I don't know, it was a little bit of time between Rich going through and then somebody else following suit. I think, I can't remember who was first. I don't know if Rick was first. Do you remember if Rick was the first one behind uh, behind him? I can't remember. It was either Rick or DJ. I feel like it was Rick. I really but don't remember the order. Rick was in his WJ on tons, and he was trying to get down through there. And he is, if anybody, for anybody that doesn't know, Rich's Jeep is a TJ on basically stock for like 44s. So he's like stock width, more or less, narrow wheels, just like your standard offset wheel. Um, and uh, not real tall. It's maybe, maybe a four inch lift on 35s. So it's a very small, narrow, and nimble Jeep with a very good driver. Um, it just goes places. It just goes wherever because it's small. It's like watching Bray and his Ranger. Yeah. Like he makes everything look easy because there's so many line options. Follow that up with a one ton WJ <laughs> with lots of body panels and it gets a lot harder. Uh, so <laughs> Rich or Rick tries to make it through there. He's having a lot of trouble. He's trying to keep from destroying his WJ somehow gets a log pinned up between the tire and the fender and basically just shreds the passenger fender. Slowly is making his way towards the end. Had a lot of trouble with it. Everybody's following him, having similar troubles. Um, and then <laughs> after probably an hour, an hour, hour and a half, we're all like whoever's going to be in the ravine is in the ravine. And so there's just like, what, seven, eight rigs down there. You said, meanwhile, you said up 10. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, me, meanwhile, everybody else is getting set up. <laughs> me and Sam and damn it. I don't know why I can't remember your name and I'm sorry, but that guy are Daryl, me and Sam and Daryl. <laughs> I'm first. And I, I turned the corner like we're, we've made it through the ravine. We turned a corner. It was not very far from where we started because we had taken basically like a bypass, a pretty scary bypass, still a bypass. And we're down there and I am just slinging mud everywhere. There's nothing I can do to even get near going up this hill. I mean, we're in a pretty deep ravine. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I, I never get stuck. I can back up. I can go forward. I did it probably 10 times. And I finally I was like, that's it. There's no progression. It's not happening. So every bit of one line I had, plus I think a 30 foot kinetic rope from crawler. And we winched me to a very far away tree that got me up the hill. Now I'm at the top. Great. Everybody else try nothing. Nobody can get past this mud pit. Like they can get close. They can maybe almost get past it. But I mean, I did. I'll be honest. I did tear it up pretty bad trying to get out of there. And I have, you know, bog dogs. So the Mickey Thompson Baja Pro XS is pretty aggressive. So I was definitely slinging some mud. Well, I get up. uh, Next guy tries. Doesn't make it. Uh, we winched him up one way, and I think uh, next guy makes it a little further. We end up winching him up a different way, and we're like, cool, we did it. We're all winched up. And then we remember, oh, yeah, every single rig in this entire group is still behind us and going the same way. That's okay. Maybe they'll have some better luck. And then the thunder rumbles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll have better luck hey why did it cool off 15 degrees <laughs> why are we 60 feet down in a ravine of wooded land and 
Uh, <laughs> why are we 60 feet down in a ravine of wooded land and all of a sudden there's a heavy breeze? Yeah. Where did the sun Seems go? Odd. <laughs> I don't know, but it left the chat. Well, and with and with the loss of sun cometh uh, cometh the thundering rains. And, you know, it at first when everybody great. got there, it, it seemed like maybe we we're going to be OK. We're looking at the radar like, ah, you know, it looks like it's going to miss us. Well, it did not. Mm-hmm. It did not. It did not. And, and we ended up getting <clears throat> downpoured on and not only just downpour, but some pretty significant hail, too. And a lot of these guys, the whole media team was outside of trucks this whole time. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. It's terrible. <laughs> and then <laughs> Groey, my passenger, who really earned his keep, uh, was basically getting everybody that couldn't make it. Like, basically, there was like either a very steep incline to get out, which is the way I was. And it's not even the way I went out, but it was the way that I was positioned. Or there was a less steep way, but it was further. So you had to be able to make it like up and around a tree in some very, very sloppy mud because now it was downpouring and then up a hill. Or you could take the shorter path, which is directly to your left, but extremely steep and straight up. And that was the path most rigs took. I was parked there, winching rig after rig after rig after rig up this. Basically, they were hooking their winch to me. I was hooking. I had my winch like just set on a tree that was in front of me and I was winching in while they were winching in because I was at the like it was so steep that I couldn't be like far away from the edge of the hill or my line would have been just dragging through mud so I had to be at the edge where they could winch to me and as they were getting close I would start winching away not to mention I didn't have any traction because it was all mud up there too and eventually we got everybody up but man it was a shit show yes it yeah. was a shit show. My truck hadn't even it been was... dirty all weekend. I'd made it the entire weekend. I don't even think I had any mud in my fenders. And then after that, it was just game over. Mud that city. was that was the first time that I have actually seen, witnessed, uh, my Jeep bouncing off the limiter. Like literally looking at the looking at the tack, knowing my foot was on the floor and watching the tack bounce. Oh yeah. First time I've been in it like that. I had, it was in second gear and bouncing the limiter. It was not going up that hill. Steve took the less steep line that I was talking about that if you could make it Mm -hmm. up and around this tree and like another little jog to the left, you could have gone up the less steep side and it was doable earlier, but then it rained until it rained. And it was then not rain. Everybody's like, Everybody's hollering me as I'm so I'm trying to make it through the mud pit at the bottom, which is just a foot of clay mud. Yeah, it was bad. It is that is turning into a lake very quickly. <clears throat> I'm trying to make it through that. I back up the third try, I think. I back up and just mat it, and it does finally make it through it. And so I come through it, and everybody's going, stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. I'm like, I have no fucking clue where I'm going. Yeah, you don't like, even know. Like, are you trying how do you to go stay to sleep? Are you? Yeah, how do you stay flat in the throttle if you can't? Like, I couldn't see through my windshield no. to see where I was going. No, it's hail and like, downpour, and it's not a straight <laughs> shot. I mean, you had to technically navigate through trees and up a hill to get out of there. Like, it wasn't I like was the just second. Yeah, I was the second rig to get out when it was started raining, so I was early. Did you get out without rain. a winch? I did not. 
I went okay. to let my line out, and Chris was like, "Don't worry about it," because he had his that uh-huh. high speed uh, worn on there. The right. whatever is something seventy four something something. Um, I can't remember that number ever. The fancy one. Uh, the fancy one. Eighty eighty two seventy four. I don't know. Either how. <laughs> um, I. They're like, where do I hook to? Where do I hook to? I was like, just hook to the the runner on the front bumper. This piece of pipe? Yep. I have been j- like yanked on hard. And that thing has never moved. And it's literally just a piece of one inch black iron pipe. <laughs> and it has never moved. If you if you break that off, get me up this hill, we got problems. Like we are in bigger, we're in worse shape than we think we are. Um, like I said, I've been I have been pulled on I don't know how many times by that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I just, they hooked it with a soft shackle real quick and Chris started pulling as soon as I felt it grab on the Jeep. I kind of gave her a little throttle to kind of help with as much tire as I could. He got me up as soon as he turned me loose. Um, I made sure kind of looked around everybody good and they're like, we're good. And I beelined for the truck cause I knew my windows were down. And so I beelined <laughs> up to the top, rolled my windows up grab my doors and put my doors on by the time I got my doors on the Jeep, which is like literally nothing. Um, my boxers were soaked. Like, yeah, it was, I was soaked through and through. It was hailing. It was raining, raining. I was actually kind of lucky was, in that yeah. situation because I was in my truck winching everybody. So I didn't hardly get wet at all. And they're like, God damn it, Mike. I'm like, what? I was helping you guys get up the hill. Like, <laughs> shoes, shoes were so, like soaked through to my shoes. Every, like my boots. I was wearing boots that day. Oh, all you had um, to do is be outside so, for a couple of minutes and you'd been soaked through and through. It was bad. That was bad. Um, I got done rolling my windows up and getting my doors on. Assess the situation. Uh, wipe my windshield clean because it was just I'm soaked it's soaked inside so now the windshield's fogging up drive back down to Mang's Jeep which I saw had the windows down uh, jump out of my Jeep go roll his windows up jump back in my Jeep and then I think from there I was kind of just hanging out because I didn't know where anybody was at I could hear people on the radio a little bit god I hope that Mang was able to record the audio chatter from that Oh my God! Could you imagine chaos, man? Nobody wants to listen to that chaos. Oh, that'd be that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Twenty five minutes of just insanity. It sounds like the world's ending. Um, it kind of felt like it. <laughs> it did kind of feel like it for a moment. It's like, what just <laughs> happened? Is there a tornado coming too? Maybe we should go back in the ravine. I don't know. Somebody mentioned that too. They were like, "We can come back later and get these rigs." We're like, "No, we're getting them all right now. <laughs> we're getting them all we're right now." After dark, it's already bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the storm cleared out and it just turned into blue skies. Like, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> it still would have sucked to go back there at night and try to winch everybody up that hill, though. I was ready for a beer mm. after that. I had no business going back on the trail and trying to winch people up the hill. Hmm. That was, yeah, that was an interesting day too. I, I think that because that happened and it was so crazy, it kind of clouded the whole rest of the day for me. It was, well, the good news is the whole rest of the day was just done. It was just food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After that, we cracked open a beer, we ate some food and we just hung out. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. Yeah. Is it? Thank God. Oh, they were talking about happened at the end of the trip. <laughs> oh yeah. But I'll tell you this much. Um, you won't soon forget that DJ DB to the tire coming up somehow. Oh my God. Uh, so he was, he was sitting there with a flat rear tire. Uh, Trevor was trying to help him get that seated back up and they did get it seated back up. It was so funny. 
right as everybody's down there working on everything, trying to get winched up, all this stuff, right as the rain shuts off and the sun starts to kind of poke back out, everybody comes flooding home. Like everybody comes to the top of the up back up to camp. And I was like, what just happened? (laughs) It was nuts, man. (laughs) It was. And it lasted just long enough for everybody to struggle through it and then get up. Um, It was crazy. But yeah, I went back down after I got Meng's windows rolled up. I went back up top to check on to check if anybody else needed anything. I went down, got back down to you guys. And all of a sudden somebody comes across radio. Hey, uh, Meng left his windows down in his truck. I'm like, I just rolled his windows up in his fucking Jeep. Now I gotta go there and roll the windows up in his truck. And so I went back up to check on his truck and he didn't leave the windows down. He left the wing windows open. I was like, ah, that ain't even that big a deal. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still, you don't want a lot of water, all those electronics in a modern truck. It was too late. (laughs) The time I got there, it was just sprinkling. Um, So I shut the wing windows. The good news is I think the rain was blowing the opposite direction a little bit. So it wasn't too bad in there. It wasn't too bad in there. Um, so, yeah, I went back down after rolling his windows up. I think, I think at that point people were starting to come up top. Dave was coming up top. Speaky was uh, Speakman was coming up top. Um, they had got you know you had gotten them out. I think, and it was just a shit show. It was chaos. Cody said, I guess Cody had said. By the time he got ready to get out of there, the ravine, which was dry, essentially, I mean, it was, it had just a very little bit of water in it, and it's called the waterfall. The time he got out of there, he said it was two inches deep, about two or three feet wide in that ravine. Wow. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't doubt it either. That rain was coming down. I think they said we got two inches of rain in a half hour. It was wild. Yes, so, indeed. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that, but I'm, I thought that's what I heard. Um, so, yeah, after that, we uh, kind of called it a day, obviously. Um, I finally ended up finding some dry clothes. And uh, Rick, I see. I hey, think, real quick. Uh, yeah. It's about 53 minutes in, but I got to pee real hard. If you want to hold on, okay. maybe we can edit this out. Or you can just keep monologuing. Right. It's up to you. Oh, I'll be back in a I minute. Could, Possibly model. I'll monologue. Okay, sounds good. All right. Be back in a minute. All right. Okay. So I believe one of the girls had ran and run to get food. I can't, I think it was uh, Andrea, I think, ran and got the food. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I think that's who we pay credit to uh, for going to get the food for Crawler Off Road while we were all stuck down the ravine. And um, I think she went and got us the food. And brought it back to camp uh, there at Rich's garage. And so when we got back to, when everybody got back and everything got settled, we had delicious barbecue. Um, I think it's pulled pork and pulled chicken. It's fantastic. Uh, they had uh, some mac and cheese was off the chain. Oh, somebody just joined in. Mango, is that you? Good evening. Ah, you came in right as I'm monologuing. Um, no, continue. So Don't mind me. I. I believe it was Andrea that went to go get the food for Crawler, correct? Are you asking me? Yes, sir. You're the only uh, one here. Yes. Oh, is Mike not in here? Uh, he had to go pee. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yes. Yes, I was. Um, so, 
good. Yeah. So Andrew went and got that. It was delicious barbecue. And uh, was there coleslaw on that? There was a bunch of goodness. Uh, was there bait? Was it the baked beans? No. Damn, I can't remember what all it was. It was a fire. I'm back. Did you run out of things to say? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Me run out of things to say. You're fucking hilarious. Hey, you never know, man. Describe dinner, Mike. <laughs> oh my God, Ming is here. Call you Mike's funny. Yeah, Ming showed up. He showed Stop up to the giveaway. Dinner. There were so many dinners. The barbecue dinner from Crawler Off Road. Delicious. Delicious. After being stuck in that rainstorm, it was fire. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so you guys already discussed. You guys already discussed the rainstorm. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, you missed out happened. on the awesomeness. That happened. How bad was your how flooded was your Jeep when you got back to it? Um there was some moisture in there, but it was overall okay. I, I appreciate That's you good. running up and getting that taken care of for me. I got you. I saw um, the windows I'm, are down. I was like, I have to do take care of that. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> the the Jeep, you know, I'm not too worried about it getting wet just because yeah. you know, off-road and all that. Um the suicide windows were open on the Duramax. There was sadly some water in there. I was a little was more it? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that that you did wrong. It's just that you know the design of the windows and you parked parked on the wrong side of the uh, the wrong side of the camper. I couldn't see it. Yeah, no, I mean it's (laughs) that was just what it was. You know that that was my fault. I I don't know why I leave those windows open. It's such an idiotic thing to do. Well, I had my windows rolled down about four inches on all four windows in the Ram. So I mean, you know, you're not the only one. Yeah, I took I that Friday because it was a beautiful it was a beautiful day right up until that storm showed up. Well, and we, you know, I, I don't know how much you guys said about the whole thing, but, you know, I was walking around with the camera and the the big, you know, hill to get up out of there. Um, I was just kind of standing there filming and all of a sudden there was a cool breeze and you felt a shift. Yes. And I looked at Chris. And, cool. Yeah. And Chris looked at me and I looked at him <laughs> and I'm like, something's coming. Oh. <laughs> and that that's when we started getting like, you know either do it or pull cable we're out of time and then the acorn started falling and Uh, then the rain started falling and then the hail started falling apparently tyler my brother got whacked in the back of the head with a pretty sizable piece of hail (laughs) i'm excited to see the footage from that because it's gonna look like mayhem i'll be honest and you know i i think eric continued to record Uh um but when it started turning into a safety thing, I looked at Tyler and I'm like, we need to assist at this point. We can't be filming anymore. Uh, so I had I had taken mine. Yeah, I mean, Eric filmed for a bit still. I think he's yeah. got some stuff. But I mean, the way it was coming down and like there was no one else down there except for Tyler and I. Um, yep. So Vance, Dustin took my phone and my wallet. Vance took my GoPro. Someone else took Tyler's GoPro. <laughs> And we're just like straight to work. And there's a very small clip of footage from the four, the Discovery Four by Four Adventure Team uh, of them peering out of their wet willy to, <laughs> to watch other people trying to get up the hill, trying to get watching Dave try to get up the hill in the in the hail. Um, so there's a yeah, little I, bitty clip there. That's I on there. If you guys want to look that up, I think to, it's. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say. If anybody wants to see that, I think it's Discover 4x4 Adventure on Instagram. Hey, one second, and I'll look it up. But go ahead, Ming. Um, I would have really liked to have seen Dave be able to give it his all to get up that hill because he was motivated like I've never seen. 
Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he started, you know, part of the nature of the beast. He started getting a little bit of water in the intake and mm-hmm. it didn't take much. And it started, yeah, sputtering. <laughs> and it was just very, the engine was very upset. Right. So I definitely uh, think that Eric was recording for some of that because I remember people kept throwing Crowy a rope, you know, someone else's wind rope, and he was hooking it to me. And he did that pretty much throughout the whole thing. And he'd like fallen in the mud like seven times, and he was just covered in mud and soaked. And he just kept on pushing through, man. He deserves a freaking medal. (laughs) Thanks, Crowy. Yeah, I mean, he he did a good job. recording i you know i kind of barked back at him like you know you need to stop recording and get out of the way and you know thank god he didn't listen to me yeah mm-hmm. um, i'm sure it meant for some good footage i can't wait to see it yeah oh, i was <laughs> dedicated cameraman um if to, you go... to assist steve oh yeah so to assist steve it's discover four by four adventures okay. on youtube it's got like one of those nice oh uh Did they post video on there too yes it's got the octonal like discover four by four badge and then the video yeah. is called Hailstorm on the Hardest Trails in Iowa. Oh, so they have some actual footage up. Yes. Yeah, there there isn't too much revealing. Not not just footage. a short. No, no, it's a 10 minute little clip. OK, so they have like it's just, just a little short on their Instagram. So, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, go to go to YouTube. I will go watch that later because that'll be really cool to see what they got uh, yeah. there. Did they go, share that? Oh, them... Did they share that video with you guys? Um. Of the uh, that clip, did they share that, that footage? On, yeah, yeah. Did they share that footage with you in the in your thing for the event? Um, I don't know. I think it just kind of started to get passed around. I'm gonna go ahead as of 8:42 yeah. p.m. So if you have to go looking for it, I will post the video in the Trail Riders Facebook page. Ah, so there you go. Um, very cool. So yeah, it was a it was a hell of a good time. Here's what I was thinking about that uh, after everybody got done. They're like, "Jesus, that was insane!" And my thought was, "You wouldn't have a story to tell if something cool didn't happen." Yeah, so, the, all the crazy shit that happens always makes for the best stories, even if at the time yeah, you're just like, right. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, "Why does this have to happen?" Because it makes I an awesome AJR's, story. AJR's AJR's quote. Uh, Something something makes me interesting at parties. I, I should know oh. it. I've listened to that song a ton, but <laughs> something something makes me interesting at parties. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it. No justice. No justice. Hey, Kyle, what was the fellow's name that rolled his XJ? Matt. Thank you. Ah. Fuck. Friend, so friend of Dave. I know. We were both like a friend to us all. Like really. Errol, yeah. No, he Sammy, was great. Slappy. He's a great Samsonite. dude. I just felt bad that we forgot his name, but I was like, Steve, who's that guy? He's like, you knew, right? I was like, yeah, I did know, and I just forgot. So, anyway. Yep. Thank you, Oh, Matt. here we go. A hundred bad days make a hundred good stories. A ah. hundred good stories make me interesting at parties. Oh, yeah. I've definitely yeah. heard that song. Literally typed in dot, dot, dot makes me fun at parties, and that was the first thing that came up. AJR, 100 bad days. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's the only one that's ever said that on the internet. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a fact. The worse the situation, or the more like complicated the event or situation is, the more interesting the story will be afterwards. So, so keep that in mind next time you're going through a real I, shitty situation. I don't remember how good of a story it's going to be in ten years. I don't know if you said just like how bad that hill was getting out once it got wet. Did you guys kind of. 
I mean, um, we second, we second year on, on limiter. When <laughs> when I went to because I was the last one out. Um, originally, we were trying to go up the winding hill that you'll see a lot of people go and attempt. And when it started getting really bad, there was this little side shoot that really wasn't drivable. But because considering we were winching, we just went you know went up the side shoot. Um, yeah, I didn't. Might, I never saw the side side shoot. Yeah, there's there's a couple of videos of it. The one uh, video of me that got posted around a whole bunch. Um, you can actually see, see you can see mudslides. Like oh really? Going, yeah, going past me as it's actively raining. Like it, there there were literally like micro mudslides starting to form. Wow, it was just wow. so insane. <clears throat> What's insane about that is when Rich, so we watched, and I got a real small clip of it, and it's just a clip of him being up on the hill. Um, when Rich was cutting that trail, he just drove over there. Like, there was no throttle, like, there's no, ex- like, crazy throttle. He was stuck on that one little branch at the bottom that we were all having trouble with, and he gave it a little bit of rev to go over that, and that was it. And he just drove up there, stopped. Where like where you had to turn to go around that bush, he stopped there to assess what he was doing, and then turned and then went back down the other side. Like there was nothing crazy about it. <laughs> yeah, By the when time I... everybody got through there and had pumped that mud <clears throat> and everything past that little tree, the little four inch tree, uh, it was almost impassable. Yeah, I mean, I in our in our little conversation chat here, um, I just sent you the video. Oh yes, okay. I see it the short little clip when, when I went to go out of that ravine, it was so sloppy that they actually had to throw me down a crawler line in order to drag me up the hill. Um, I had to be winched, but he didn't have a rig. I, I, I literally got winched out. Yeah. <laughs> in, you're a person the, got winched out. Not your rig. You're yeah. a person. No, no. Yeah. You're a person. It, it, uh, throw me a line. <laughs> it, was so, it was so soft that I was able to dig my foot into the hillside to literally create a step. Wow. But it was also soft enough that the moment I did that, I would create a little like landslide under my foot because all of the wow. earth was just because, you know, it, it you know, kind of like what I'm assuming That's, you guys were saying is that none of this land has been touched in 10 years. So well, this the, this isn't like graded mm-hmm. or anything. I mean, the top layer was just soft. Tilt. Yeah. yeah. The uh, also with Ooh. that, if you looked at that edge of the ravine, I think that entire piece of land that we were trying to get up was a landslide. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, that's a good one point. <laughs> I um, but before we started to cut all this down, um, oh, was that? I don't know left? why that keeps happening. Discord keeps having like a weird like. You probably had a latency delay or something. Connect. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It it only is one second. Does Craig, does Craig still say he's good? He's still recording. Okay, okay. God. Um, before we because. Obviously, it was super cool to wheel through it, but before we touched it, I mean, it was gorgeous in this valley. And yeah. um, before they had even started cutting anything down, Rich had come up to me and asked, can you take your drone and kind of survey it, you know, just oh, so we can cool. just so we can see what it looks like before, you know, we go through and trample it and cut mm. it up and make a mess out of it. Watch out. Um, so I, I flew I flew the drone down the entire length of that, which has got to be the most technical drone flying I've ever done because there are branches everywhere. Um, I was actually sawing 
through some tree branches really? a couple of times. Yeah, I thought I had lost my drone at least twice. I didn't. I didn't have any problem driving my Jeep through there. Yeah, because <laughs> my, my drone <laughs> sawed a path for you. So, uh, I'm gonna, you know what you I'm should gonna, do, Mang? Yeah, what's up? You should, when you go back up there for the next event. Did you already go up there for the next event? No, no, that is later this month. Okay. Um, are you guys wheeling at Rich's Ground? So, while we're Either on the way, subject... Either way, even if you're not... Yeah, while yeah. we're on the subject... Um, the weekend of so I, I know TOP is doing their thing. Um so on the fourteenth. On the on the fourteenth, yes. Fourteenth yes. um, will be at the Badlands. If anyone, if anybody wants to join us October fourteenth at the Badlands, we will have people from as far currently that I know of as far as Pennsylvania, the far east side of Pennsylvania. Wow. North oh, no of Scranton. Eric Stevens is coming with one of his buddies. Oh they're gonna load good. the rigs. They're gonna load the rigs on a flatbed and bring it bring them over here. That's yeah. awesome. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be going to Jeeps on the mountain. That's going to be, um, out at, uh, Dubuque, Iowa. Um, it's going to be at the sundown resort. I believe it is. Um, it's not super, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's not super technical wheeling. Um, unless they just pull something out of the middle of nowhere. Um, it's kind of a cool event to just, you know, say you've been on a mountainside, there's some lines and a couple obstacles you can do. There's mud if you're a degenerate and like that for some reason. <laughs> yes. Um, that's a fact. Uh, love it. But then the weekend after that, so the weekend of the 21st on Saturday, 10 a.m., uh, Tri-State Stump Jumpers is doing another run at Rich's place. So if you want to wheel the place that, you know, everybody raves about. Um, the stump jumpers is going to be doing something about that. Uh, they're going to go and check it out. I don't know if they're going to do waterfall. I, I have to imagine after everything that's been said and the work we did to clear it open that they're going to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to come to that, um, I'm probably going to be going, uh, stump jumpers is going to be going, you got to join the stump jumpers, uh, to be able to do something, to be able to go on these runs. But it's like 20 or 30 bucks. You pay more than that to go to Badlands. You can support a, you know, a, a small organization and give That's them, you the, know, if they, if they said $100, anyway. I'd, yeah. If they yeah. said $100, I'd be paying them cash. Like this, this here's property. The, yeah. As a, here's the fun, fun thing. Um, if you pay your whatever $50 a year to join the stump jumpers, uh, and you get to go on, you get the list of runs that they go on annually, which is probably what, 15 runs a year? 10, um, 10 15 runs a year? During the summer, you can basically go wheeling every weekend or every other That's weekend. That's insane. And 50, 60% of it's private property? I mean, if not more than that, I think it's more like 90. Yeah. I'm being I'm being very conservative <laughs> because I don't yeah, know I mean, the exact I'm, list. I'm looking at the so like even even now this year, you know, as we're nearing the end of October, I'm counting one, two, three, four, four more runs before the end of the year. And I already have the snow event and then uh, the annual meeting. Oh, the so they're, they're the like just the annual stump jumper like oh. sit down meeting okay but uh yeah so if if that's something you want to go do cody trannel is the stump jumper president right now so um i would hit him up for information you know i'm sure they would 
love to have you and you know get your forms and your money filled out and everything so yeah there's there's my little my little promotion for stump jumpers so are we gonna do a quarterly giveaway here or on the patreon here yeah probably here, here. on this one right here yeah, always here always on the main is it always on the main i don't remember things well it's supposed to always be on the main because that's what the incentive is to draw in the new patrons to come join that makes a lot of sense. Should we do mm-hmm. that now that we're uh, just a little over an I hour should. into this here podcast? Mm-hmm. Did we, we wrap up core day two? I feel, like, I feel like we wrapped it up pretty good. It was uh, mm-hmm. it was a hell of a trip. There were some day ups and downs and some upside fun. downs. Yeah, <laughs> day two had a nice slow start. We're just kind of like, oh, let's go trail riding for a little bit, and then the end just fucking crazy. Yeah, that one that one unhinged a little bit, Nate. We're gonna talk about for at least another episode or two, I believe. Yes. Yeah, bring on some other perspectives. I think maybe get a couple of guests on. I think there's gonna be maybe if we can figure out scheduling, try to do an episode where we have a couple of uh, like maybe four guests on that were at core. So you're gonna get a little piece of action from each person that will be like their highlight reel. Like, what was your highlight? You know, what was your favorite part of core 2023? Is there any like honorable mentions, blah, blah, blah. You know, give them 10, 15 minutes to go over that and then kick them out and grab the next guy and bring them in and, and do it again. Um, so that would be pretty cool. It would be cool. There's, there's a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool stories that probably come out of this and a lot of different perspectives. So probably wouldn't be bad to maybe have an episode somewhere worked in where we have uh where we have the media guys on a couple three of the media guys to talk about their perspective from filming uh i think that would be a cool episode possibly i don't know hey let's get the trail riders page fired back up why don't you guys go in there and conversate about what you would and would not like to see or hear uh in coming episodes do you want to hear from the videographers are you done hearing about core is there something we left out you want to talk about my bathtub duck which one? Oh, just that photo that you went got, in the patreon page that you got several trauma- ducks. traumatized everyone <laughs> you got several ducks oh you have a bathtub duck a literal mm-hmm. would you like me to plug your other dryer in <laughs> Jess has to come out here and use the the garage dryer because we're fancy. We have a we have a both an inside dryer and an outside dryer. We have two set of two dryers. That's a lot of drying. Yes. Well, they're not both plugged in at the same time, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure your breaker panel loves that. Uh, my breaker panel is full to the max. We have a 200 amp panel and it's maxed out uh, <laughs> because our entire house is electric. So. Yogi. Um. Anyway. So, man, you got the you got the deets on who's going to win this shindig. I do. I have all that, of the dirty little went, secrets. So, yeah, you had, you had said you went through and uh, got that even more dialed in. So it's even more random than before. Yes. As yeah, if it were every, not random enough before. Now it are more random. It is as random as the Internet will allow me. I've gone through and I would picked like everyone's be, names out. I've got it all itemized. I would like to be as random and as fair as possible. I do not want it to ever feel like anyone was cheated out of their win. Perfect. Well, then the only question I have for you is I need to know how many times to press the button before we pick a winner. The magic number today is four. 
four already. Four. I don't oh, no, know wait, if five. I... Let's do five. Today's the fifth. Do Let's five? do five. Five. All right. Today's let's see. Fifth. Number one. Number two. Two. Number three. three. How many licks three. does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pole? <laughs> three. Tootsie, Tootsie Pole. I don't know what a Tootsie Pole is. <laughs> Sorry, we should say that, that for the picture. Must be a Chicago treat. <laughs> Listen, if that's how the Tootsie Pole gets treated, I do not want any. <laughs> have you made it to five? I have made it to four. You ready for the last one? I am. Let Give the dice me. roll. I wonder if it'll pick it up uh, if you can hear my mouse click. Oh. Let's hope even not, if we or the noise suppression is terrible. <laughs> so even if we can hear the mouse click, you can just go in and edit that sound in later. Um, even yeah, if you could, the noise, suppression, the noise suppression software that you apply in post would take it out no matter what. Exactly. Are you going to loosen the gate slightly on the next one? Uh, I certainly can. Um, okay. Probably should have done that before we recorded, but... Oh, it's prior. It's in what is in Craig? It's in everybody's individual um, settings. I see. Well, regardless, you've done the thing. Now what? I've done the thing. Um, now you just need to tell me how you want to find out. Uh, I'd like you to tell me. Smoke signals? We smoke could do smoke signal. signals. I'm looking, but it's a bit dark. I guess you're just now. gonna have to tell us. Um, hmm, how do I want to do this? Who is the grand winner of the quarterly oh. Patreon giveaway? How do I make this? Who spent fun? their Who spent their ten dollars wisely? What rig did they? Oh have? my god! If their name is Kyle again, this is a scam. <laughs> so I will. I will give you a hint. Their name is not Kyle. Boy. Thank okay, you. Good. Excellent. Um, no, it's good enough. I guess my next hint is that they went on core. What? Oh no! What way? Have they already won? Have they already won this before? Uh, they have not. Okay, oh, that's really? good. At least Jesus, I was starting to get worried. This was a scam. Well, I guess Trevor, I guess I should say can't play they, anymore. I guess I should say they didn't go on core as much so as they were invited to come to core. What? Oh, it's garbage night. They were invited to core. They were there. Did they? Did they attend? They were there. They were there. Yes. They were there the entire weekend, start to finish. Oh, okay. But All they right, were not a winner of any sort. Uh, okay. Oh. They, oh. oh so it was okay, somebody so invited, not a did winner. They, did they hold a camera start to finish? Yes. Oh, I have an idea. Do they own a JK? Yes. Okay, I think I have a really Is good idea it, now. Do are they thinking about doing full hydro steering? No, did they already do full hydro steering <laughs> on said KJ? Well, it just so happens that they are or did. Does their name in Mike? <laughs> <laughs> are they older than Grandpa Mike? They are so old in fact that their last name is a tennis racket. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're really narrowing it down now. I think we're getting close, Mike. <laughs> I think we're. I think we almost have it. <laughs> okay. Uh, does their first name end in a Y? Yes. Oh does yeah. Their first Dude, we're start like with a J. People. <laughs> almost there. Uh, it does start with a J. 
Oh man! Congratulations, Jasoni Wilson. <laughs> Jasoni, <laughs> Jeremy Wilson, yay! Hey, this That's class came awesome. through real good for having a uh, noise suppression on. I basically buried my it hand did. in the mic for those. Oh, okay, <laughs> Jeremy Wilson. How about that? He's he's deserving. Congratulations, That's a long buddy. Time coming. Yeah, no, he's gonna, he is like me. Time. He is one of the yeah. originals holding on to a dream. <laughs> He's been there for the long his haul. It paid off. He'll be, he'll be canceling his Patreon subscription tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> he done. All right. Finally, finally He's one peaked. time to cash out. Yep. <laughs> you know, he I will say this uh, machine for awesome. years. I, I, will money say, I will say thank you to all the Patreon supporters who have one who <laughs> haven't done that. Yeah, we need you too. Jeremy, yeah, I don't know what Jeremy's uh, tier is, but uh, and I don't need to know either. Um, but if he is just at the ten dollar tier, he actually came out pretty okay on that deal. Still, actually, you know what? So let probably, me look up. He's less. Let me look up myself. Less than three hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> Work, like, you're I'll all... never I'll never financially recover from this. Episode 100 <laughs> an hour and 40 minutes, the last patron, New York bestseller. Wow. <laughs> you're so excited about being the last patron. Because <laughs> yeah, I will be. <laughs> um oh, you know what? Actually, I am still ahead of the game. Oh, oh you did the math and you haven't quite spent it yet. I, I have Patreon pulled oh. up and and I can say. Now, I will say there are other people on this list who have definitely not. <laughs> yeah, there are some people who have won, though, that have the bigger. Some of the bigger contributors have won. Yes. So there is that. The I mean, yeah, some of the people that very interesting. It is a gamble if you're only in, in here for that. A month. Jesus. Well, yeah. The, well, you know, At of course, we could. The, uh, <laughs> You know the um the winning is only just part of it. You're here for the for the great camaraderie and uh yeah, you know what? I just want to win. I think like 60% of the people are actually just in the Patreon to be in the Patreon chat. That could be. It's a good time in there. I like, mean, there is a photo of me in the bath with a rubber duck. So If that's not that. reason enough to join the Patreon or not join the Patreon, then uh then I don't know what to do for you. Yeah, um, I can't help you. The uh Yes, the it's a good time. And also, if you have if you're this caught up on the podcast and you don't and you're not a patron, you're missing out on another hundred and what's in there? Hundred and forty, hundred and fifty episodes. In the um, Patreon? I can give you a very literal answer here in just a moment. Oh, that's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. This podcast is pretty fun, but the Patreon that's oh my that's God. where we take our it's shirts off. Rails. <laughs> and by shirts, I mean there's pants. Some, and by pants, I mean I can't talk about it. The wild, on this. There's some wild episodes in there somewhere. There's some real, like, man. And there's a lot of inside jokes in the Patreon as well. Um, there's a lot of shit talking in the Patreon. There's a lot it's of a, shit talking in the Patreon. A lot of shit talking, especially on other amount. patrons. I would say probably too much shit talking. Like it's quite it's quite a good time. You become a patron and then you get shit talked on the whole time. 
Yeah, like the second that you join, it's game on. Like you, you hope you're ready. That's all. The first. Well, unfortunately, I cannot give name. you. Unfortunately, I cannot give you an actual number, um, because there's that many episodes. Hmm. It's a lot. Totally I know. It's fine. we started. We started the Patreon at like episode twenty ish or something like that, and we've been putting out a Patreon episode ever since. So there's got to be close to there's north of 150 episodes in there. It's a lot. Yeah, there's at there's one time an I was tracking it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you're this caught up and you want more content, you can literally go relive the same podcast with different content again. <laughs> Oh man, I have an actual number for you. Oh sweet. Oh man, this it's can't be right. There's seventy-four. No is it more than the number of episodes we have? No. This is saying two hundred and thirty different posts on Patreon. What? Total posts. That can't all be episodes because that's more than we've even recorded. I don't know, I don't man. Like I, posted, I don't feel like I've posted that much. You forget about the midweek minis. Does that include? Oh. But the midweek minis were the Patreon to begin with, right? I wasn't even no, there. The mid- so I don't no, know. The midweek, no, the midweek minis, the midweek minis were in our episode. Were in the regular episodes. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Basically, I went to all the posts and okay. just searched for a unique word. And I got mm. 232 unique results. I think that mm. there were actually Patreon posts that were literally posts on Patreon, though. That weren't an episode. They were just a post I mean, by right. a like podcast member. Yeah, Even it could have been anything. 30 of those, that's still 200 unique episodes. Well, I'll bet you there's 170. Just go count them, man. One by one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll be done with the next episode of Patreon right by the time I get that answer. <laughs> I still picture Ming getting drug up the hill on a winch, but like his arms are straight out in front of him, and it's like he's about to dive, and his face is just in the mud the whole way, and it's just a very slow drag. Because <laughs> how else are you going to get pulled up? I mean, I guess if you were able to stay on so, your feet, but I picture you like being limp, but your arms are out in front of you. Um, I was basically leaning like I was perpendicular to the ground. Okay, so you were on your side, your arm and your leg were getting very muddy. No, no, like I was still standing oh, you're perpendicular still standing. Okay. Yeah, with the ground. So like I am if they would have there was, were three people pulling climbing me, a mountain. They, if they had let go of me, I would have fallen back down the hillside at a very aggressive rate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> end over end many he was, times. He do you remember uh like on the mountain climbing the not the unlike the what what cartoon is that? Uh is it uh, Rudolph where he's like climbing the mountain and he's like holding on the rope, the rope's going straight up and he's perpendicular to the mountain. And he's like using his pickaxe. Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Mang, I went to the Patreon and what I came up with is right here for the main page of the Patreon. It currently says we have 74 members and we have 166 posts of that i know there are a few posts in the beginning that were words and pictures and not actual uh audio so i can tell you that the number is roughly north of 160 that's a lot oh that was a was that a word post oh here's a word post warm weather oh nice there's one word post here's another word post up to uh, y'all are the best. I posted the microphones, the pictures of the new microphones when we got them, and I also posted, "Sorry, I have failed you." Was working on a hopper bottom yesterday, and it ran super late. We were unable to record. 
How about that? That was uh, May 11th of 21. Must have been a late podcast come out. And then here's another one here. Back then. Uh, December 4th, 2020. We have winner, winner, Josh Wilson. First is Josh Wilson. Second, Danger Zone. Third, Willie Wiley Coyote. Well, I don't know what that's for. I don't know what they won. Well, Congratulations, while, fellas. Uh, yeah, you'll be getting a Voodoo Child shirt from Shell Bay. That's what they won. They won shirts, and I'm pretty sure that some of those people did not ever receive said shirt. They're just collecting dust just in Ian's spare room right now to this day. Yes. Probably. Um, okay. Oh, there's a lot of posts in here, so... Hey. One, two, three, four, yes. Should we uh, move it along? We've been here for like an hour and a half. Yeah. So, you know, kind of wrap it up there, son. Let's do some Patreon stuff. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. If if they need the more content, they can come join us. Sounds like a plan to me. Nobody's still listening anyway. We're like an hour and a half into this. Everybody quit. It's fine. Nobody's hearing this uh, bullshit I'm spitting. It's fine. <clears throat> so we're just north of 150 audio posts on Patreon. Sorry. I just went through and got all that information for you guys. I'm going to call hey. it 152. Hey. I told what? you nobody's listening, and so everything you're saying is irrelevant. That's fine. I was telling you and Kyle. I don't need to know. All right. Well, fine. Just <laughs> you and Kyle. I'll let you guys know that if you need anything for your Jeep or for your full size, you need to call Chris at 583. No, at 563-583-5363. Okay. Over complete off-road. I'll take care of you. I know, Mike, you probably need something for your full size. And, man, you absolutely need something for that Dana 30. Maybe some paint or some razzle There's dazzles left or something the Dana on there. 30. I already bought it all from them. Well, good news for you. He's got a brand new set of valve caps you can put on there. Nice shiny yeah, ones. Instead of Dynatrack axles. <laughs> and also that. Uh, so go check out Complete Off-Road if you need anything for your rig. Go check out Crawler Off-Road in case you happen to be in a very unfortunate rain situation or mudslide and you need to be pulled up the hill on foot by your friends. Make sure you have a crawler rope handy so that you can do that. Uh, make sure they you work check in out. hail too. They do work in hail. We have verified that piece of information. Yeah, we, we checked. Um, I think most everything on that on that event was crawler ropes and it was everything worked. Everything recovered us as needed before the rain stopped. I'm uh, not sure if you're supposed to use out. a kinetic rope. Sorry, huh? I didn't mean to interrupt. And by I don't mean to interrupt, I mean I absolutely fucking do. I don't know yeah. if you're supposed to use a kinetic rope as a winch extension, but I did and it got me up the hill. Please you continue. Can. I think that's you, you can on the list of things okay. you can do. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it's on the list of things. It's, when you're in a situation like that, I think it's just fine. Worked um, great. <laughs> worked perfect. Didn't even feel a tug. Exactly. Uh, go check out Offered Anonymous if you need any kind of uh, fabricated parts for your rig or anything, really. Uh, anything Milwaukee Packout related as well. Go check out Crawler or, uh, Anonym Offroad Anonymous. Go check out Rad Designs. If you need anything from Rory, sh get your shift right and get your shift together. Um, we, we need to have him on real check soon. That out. Rory, Rory, get in touch with me. Let's let's get you on uh, here Rory. soon. Uh, 
um, yeah, so get a hold of Rory if you need anything for your shifting needs, and then get a hold of uh, go over to Morflate, M O R R F L A T E dot com, and uh, they'll help you out with your inflation and deflation, like your ten six. I think we spoke about that on the last episode, right? Talked about my ten six and airing up all yes. the tires. Yes. Yeah. On so the last episode, the, uh, we talked a little bit about deflation, and we weren't sure exactly what we could use or couldn't use for deflation. Like you can't use the compressor, right? You can only use just the more yeah. itself. Right. Which actually right. speaking of that, um, just because <laughs> I happen to get the email today, they have a new product that is getting released. It is a single tire digital deflator. Digital. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where you thread it on the valve stem. You can pull the core out, air it down, and then stick the core back in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, but it's they have, yes, but it's got their digital Wait. gauge on it. Okay. I've got oh, one of those, okay. but it's not digital. That okay. would actually be kind of cool because it'd be more accurate, especially yep. when you're getting down in like yeah. the, the single digits and you're like, mm-hmm. I think I'm at nine, but you're really at like seven or six. It's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It'd be nice to have a digital gauge for that. And the gauge they have on be. there says it will go from one to 150 PSI. So it's pretty oh. comprehensive. That's pretty helpful for, the- for when I air up to 150 for the drive home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Driving on a single lug. Yeah. 30, 38s into 40s. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You want 42s? Just put more pressure in them. Done. Um. <laughs> Uh yeah, so go check out more fleet for that. Is there anybody else I need to shout out? Uh, got, just summer shine road. metal. Oh yeah, polishing I products. I think guys. I said it wrong. Eh, summer shine supply. That's it. Much. Check out summer shine supply. If you need anything to clean that rig up after you get it back off trail, um, we've got six liquid products, and then if you're looking to actually do some polishing, we have some of that stuff too. We got sandpaper, compounds, buffs, all the. Uh, goodies to go along with that um but our six liquid products are for four of them are for detailing two of them for metal polishing and you can even do a little bit of paint correction apparently according to eric stevens uh the other knob polisher uh apparently you can also use strictly and a um random orbit or a dual action polisher to polish gel coat on a boat so i haven't done okay. that yet but apparently he has he took the only thing he had with him was strictly uh, metal polish and he used the uh, apparently not strictly for metal metal polish to polish gel coat which is not terribly surprising because the abrasive grain used in the blend is a similar abrasive that's used in paint polish so hmm. he that would make uh, it very useful for that would make it very useful for me cleaning airplanes because i deal with gel coats a lot really yeah a How lot of the fiberglass a lot of the fiberglass stuff mm-hmm. has gel coats Hmm. he used it um it's that? not a diminishing it's not like a an actual diminishing grain but he used it and uh his results that boat was glassy so that's awesome yep so there is that um but yeah check out summershinesupply.com if you want to support me in even more ways than you already do i appreciate you i think that's it is that everybody we cover the gamut that should be everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 187. Oh, uh, you guys got any last words? Uh, I have two. Oh, shit. Oh. Well, I guess I don't need to have any. Thank God. Yeah. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it a little somber and then I'll end us off on a joke. Let's go. Um, so as some of you may remember, 
Uh, we are coming up to a date in October that we will all be uh, thinking about. Um, so that being said, call up a friend this week, shoot him a message, you, you know, do do something, talk talk to an old friend, give uh, give someone some kind words this week, and next week, um, well, we all think about Wyatt. Um, so there's there's some nice words for. For him, we're we're thinking about the whole family uh, this coming week, um, and then to not end it on a somber note, if you carve a pumpkin in September, it's called premature ejacul lantern, and that's mm. all I have to say about that. Love it. Premature ejacul lantern. Ejacul lantern. All right. No, don't carve a pumpkin <laughs> in. September and Willie family, we're always thinking about you. <laughs> and we'll catch you on the trail. If I find anyone putting up Christmas decorations right now, we will be having words. He's going fisticuffs with you. Don't let him lie. They have it up in the Menards (laughs) store right now. If I find any of you putting up Christmas decorations, I will have words. I'll hang Zion Menards in that section just to try to punch you as you try to pick up a Christmas decoration. (laughs) I'm gatekeeping your your Christmas decorations. (laughs) 